Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the True Blue LA podcast. Jacob Birch, that's me. Eric Steven. Yo. You texted me at 7.03 p.m. Central, so that's 5.03 Central time. What an ass team. And that's what we're <laughs> going to talk about today. And I love you sent that to me, and I loved it, because I will get messages from friends, from family, that, uh, usually friends, my family's pretty optimistic, that say something to the kin of, this team sucks or we're so yeah. bad. And I'm like, it's so easy for me to get defensive there. I'm like, no, this team's not bad. It's a good team. Their run differential's really, really good. And they 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 have a respectable record. They're right in the thick of both the pennant, uh, sort of the pennant race, but certainly the divisional race and certainly the wild card race. But it is an ass team. It's frustrating. It never makes sense. There's almost no consistency into anything they do. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about that. Um, yeah, this, let's talk this, about. The, go ahead. You go ahead. Go ahead. I was, I was just gonna say this. This team is the living embodiment of the shruggy emoji. It's <laughs> just like, well, I don't know. Like, you know, who, who's gonna who's gonna show up? There's like, there, okay, it, well, yeah, we can we'll get into it. I'm sure. But th- look, this is basically like, it's like two teams. Like, because you don't, you know, sometimes they they go off. Sometimes they are are just you wonder how they even feel the baseball team. 
And they also have like uh, essentially two lineups. You know, it's not it's not strict platooning everywhere, but it kind of is in in most spots. And it's like that's like people get really mad about that because they're dumb. And um, like the the thing is like like and like I said, we'll get into it too. But it's just like uh, at the the bottom line is like no, you know. It, Every they're just not producing up to the level they should be. I think Andy McCullough tweeted something. Uh, he said, "I've talked to a number of NL officials who said they don't. Um, they they would rather have the Dodgers not in the playoffs because everyone is pretty yeah. like <laughs> agrees that they have the best talent and they like no one wants to face them. And yet here they are as we're recording, and there's no way uh, it's going to change." Uh, by tomorrow or you know whatever unless we record for like three days um yeah they're not going to be in playoff position for a little bit so they have some work to do just because of how how they've been playing and how really frustrating they've been so let's talk about the series going on right now before we kind of dive into how the team has been behaving because that's going to be a little bit of rehashing of what yeah. we've been saying the last few weeks let's talk about the reds as you put yeah. them the goddamn the, Reds. Yeah, the Reds. But, uh, <laughs> Who are like, out of playoff. They have nothing to play for but pride, Eric. But pride, pride of the Reds is strong. Look, Joey Votto is great. He's like, you know, it's hard not to love Joey Votto. Uh, but they're they're a terrible, like, they're a true ass team. <laughs> you know, they're, 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 they're like perennially last place. They were good, like, you know, um, a couple years where they, like, uh, went to the wild card game. They had the, and they... But then Johnny Cueto got shouted uh, down off the mound uh, by the Pittsburgh fans. That was classic. But um, they're just not good anymore. They have terrible pitching, and they beat the Dodgers two straight. They're they're six and zero against the Dodgers this year, and they only play one game. They only have one game left. We're recording this Tuesday night. They play at an ungodly nine thirty five a.m. Oh, Pacific I on Wednesday. It. I love oh, it. I mean, I I kind of do too. Like, I I I I am. I sort of hold on to a lot of things from long ago and like either whether it's school or it most likely work. Cause like when I was growing up, we didn't have every game on TV. So it wasn't really an option, but like um, when I, when I was of working age, for the most part, you could get a lot of games or, or at least listen to them or whatever, whatever you wanted. Um, and a nine thirty five game is usually, well, I have to work then. So that sucks. But like, since I've sort of jumped full time into like sports stuff, I don't really care when the games are like, but so I, I, I always forget to like, oh yeah, that's really kind of weird and quirky that it, it's like, the, and plus like the first two games of the series started at three forty uh, Pacific time, mm-hmm. so it's just super odd. Uh, and, and like those are great, especially on like, so I have Mondays and Tuesdays off from SB Nation, and so like when I, I don't really have any responsibility like for these games, I'm just sort of watching them, Period. and like when when those games are done. Like the entire night is still here. Like it's like <laughs> there's a lot to, to still do. So it's kind of amazing. But yeah. So by the time like we'll post this, uh, the Dodgers might have rebounded, uh, but they could be zero and seven, which is crazy because they were um, they were six and zero against the Reds just last year. So like like what a turnaround. Like the, uh, you know, it's not it's not that they lost to the Reds, so they're going to miss the playoffs. But that's a huge reason. Like it's like a manifestation of of how like terrible they've been in certain occasions. So like yeah, that's it's very very odd. So let's go and get into the Dodgers in particular. Uh, frustrating, I think, is the term to use for this team because 
I think other than maybe sort of the 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 middle gut of the bullpen, every aspect of the Dodgers at some point in this season has been really, really good for a extended streak. It's not like just, oh, flashes of greatness. It's like, oh, our starting pitch is going to be great. Oh, the offense in, with runners in scoring position is going to be great. They're going to hit home runs. They're going to be have good at-bats. They're going to do kind of the Dodger thing. And then they'll just be, again, sort of extended streaks where they don't do that. Right. Uh, so I, I looked up something because it was just uh, I Bill Plunkett, I think, talked to Justin Turner, I think, um, when they were in Colorado or maybe it was to start the Red Series. But it was like basically how the offense has been sort of up and down. And Turner kind of balked at it a little bit and said, look, well, that's sort of the nature of offense. And, you know, it's not always like that. And he sort of balked at it. But I looked and it's like since the All-Star break, it really is. It's been crazy. Um so they they are twenty five and twenty four since the All Star break. Very ordinary. That's why they're in the position there. And as we're as we're talking, look the not to disseminate a live baseball game, but the Diamondbacks are leading the Rockies right now six to three in the ninth. Um, and so if if uh, Arizona wins, then the Dodgers will still somehow be only a game and a half out of first place uh, in the and NOS. That too has been. It, it almost adds to the frustration that right the teams the Diamondbacks and the the Rockies will start stumbling when the Dodgers are stumbling, more or less, with a little bit of oscillation. Well, because well, remember, too, like earlier in the season, how great the Diamondbacks started mm-hmm. and like uh, the, how poorly the Dodgers started. And like uh, I'm looking at the Dodgers were at their worst. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, that's terrible. They were nine back on May 8th. That was their la- the last time they were for that part. So like they they've had they they've seen some shit this year, man. Like it's in, uh, but like and then even like uh, to that just a couple weeks ago, we've talked about this. How crazy it is like they got swept by the Cardinals and the Dodgers were um, four and a half. Uh, four and a half out, but of the of the Diamondbacks and Diamondbacks are in third right now, even if they win tonight. <laughs> so it's like it's very odd, like. Uh, um, but yeah, so um, okay, so the forty-nine games since the All-Star break, over half of them, twenty-five of forty-nine, zero or three runs. Zero, I'm sorry, zero to three runs, right? Okay. Teams are teams are terrible when they score zero to three runs. The, <laughs> the, the MLB winning percentage this year is like, uh, I think it's two sixteen or two seventeen. So you you win like one out of five games, and that's what the Dodgers have done. <laughs> they're five and twenty in those games, and they're they're, um, uh, you know. It's just, it's just terrible. They're, and they're twenty and four in the other games where they score four or more runs. So, like, it's weird. And, and like, uh, we talked about too, like, um, uh, you know, matching up or something like. Uh, we talked about uh, like the starting pitching has basically been great, like for a good stretch of time. Like, um, they, you know, since the All Star break, they had the best ERA uh, among in the majors among starters. And like they they had a pretty good run even in through the Colorado series they were you know pretty good, and then like Alex Wood who has been really good for like ten or twelve starts and he's probably like the guy who's going to be on the outside looking in if they have an actual playoff rotation which again up in the air, but um, it just seems like uh, uh, you know he's still been good but then on Monday they go into Cincinnati and he was terrible. Uh, he gave up seven runs, uh, and they lost that game ten to six. So, like the offense scored six runs. That's usually like a good sign. They lose, and then they lose Tuesday three to one. So there's like, like I said, it's it's their two teams. It's weird. Uh, oh, and also uh, on Monday, Cody Reed, 
started um, for the uh, Reds, and he did not win. He only he pitched like four innings, but he had to come out because you know he's Cody Reed and he's not very good. Um, <laughs> but it was his fifteenth major league start. The Reds were zero and fourteen in his first fourteen starts. Um, he was zero and nine in those games. Um, his like career is like over seven. Um, and he's also pitched some time in relief, but um, uh, he had, of those previous fourteen, he left one start with the lead, and then the Reds. This is like two thousand sixteen, and the Reds blew that game later and still lost. And so, the, of course, he left with the lead Monday, and the Reds ended up <laughs> winning. So they they have a win with the Cody reset. So that's the kind of year it's been uh, for the Dodgers, and it's it's really super weird. So I sort of mentioned the the run differential, which I, I've mentioned a couple of times because I, I like checking that because, you know, I'm a believer in Bill James and Pythagorean record and all that. But this does seem like a team that, <laughs> if any team can kind of put that to the test, uh, it <laughs> just might do that on how many of the, how much of their, their big run, run differential is driven by uh, like a handful of just giant blowout wins. Right, and so... They like that. That gets sort of gets into the thing. Like they, we talked about this earlier, where they, you know, they have all these zero to three games. They also have like uh, a couple eleven to one wins. They won twelve to one. They won twenty one to five. Um, but generally, like over a pretty large sample and like a full season, um, that will be like that'll even out, you know. And like you, you get a pretty good idea of what's going on just by looking at run differential. So the Dodgers <clears throat> after uh, tonight. They are plus 126, pretty good. It actually leads the National League. Um, the I think there's at least three American League teams better, if not more. Um, but um, the Cubs are second at plus 111, and they have the best record in the National League. And the Dodgers, like you said, on the outside looking in. Uh, Braves are sort of sneaking up there, but no, no one's at 100. Oh, actually, unless the Braves won today. Um, Braves they are did. at 99. Okay, yeah, so whatever they do, depending on what they do today, they could be over 100. But anyway, like, no no one is at 100. But, yeah, so basically you're, you're, the general rule, like, you know, not that it guarantees you anything, obviously, but, like, generally you don't, like, you know, you do well if you have those uh, records. So uh, looked up some stuff. Um, the last team to, to lead um, – uh, their league in run differential and not make the playoffs was the 2005 Indians. So uh, that they were second in MLB that year, first in the American League, uh, plus 148, basically sort of what the Dodgers are on pace for, roughly, maybe a little less, and they missed. So that was bad. There's been a couple other teams, like uh, a couple teams finished first, uh, like 2014 A's, 2010 Yankees, um, uh, they and then um, 2002 Angels, but these teams all won the wild card, so they had something to fall back on. Like you said, the Dodgers at the moment don't have that. Like the wild card is actually it's a harder proposition for proposition for them than the uh, World Series. I mean, than the uh, division because the Cardinals and Brewers both have better records than the Rockies uh, do. So and the, the Dodgers play the Cardinals for four games a week. So like I said, this could all change like in a really in a quick time. Um, so the Cardinals are actually after tonight three games up on the Dodgers. So that they have an uphill climb going into that series, like they had the last two weekends, where they've actually beaten the Diamondbacks and beaten the Rockies, teams they were chasing. So uh, they kind of have to keep doing that um, to sort of stay not alive, but like you know, uh, 
you know, help their case. So, but yeah, the run differential thing is just super weird. Um, the the Rockies, weirdly enough, they they entered Tuesday at zero. They were they have <laughs> uh, equal amounts of runs scored and allowed. Um, and then, uh, so yet yeah, they lead the division. There's only been let's see one, two, three, four, five, six teams make the playoffs with a negative run differential. Um, like in a weird like thing, like everyone, all those teams have been from the West, either the NL or the AL. Uh, one of them was the '81 Royals. That was a weird strike shortened year where the the league was split into halves, and they won the second half, and they were actually like plus 41 in the second half. So. They were still negative eight on the year, so it was an odd year. But it, so I, I don't know, you know, if you count that one. But uh, the worst was the '87 Twins, or the '87 Twins and the 2007 Diamondbacks were minus 20. '87 Twins won it all. Uh, 2007 Diamondbacks didn't. They won the West though. Um, and, oh, you know what? I, I, I forgot. Uh, the 2005 Padres were the worst, minus 42. That what a bad <laughs> year that was. I forgot about that. They barely were over 500 too. Um, so yeah, it's it's rough. The '97 Giants who who beat out the Dodgers in uh, talk, that, like we're talking about like frustrating teams like Dodgers teams. I this one is it has to be up there. That '97 Dodgers team was so frustrating because it was like really talented. It it, it still had like Piazza um, and Caros. It had all the rookies of the year. It's it had Jose um, was one of the rookies of the year, but it still had Ramon Martinez. It had a really like, they were just a really good team. They had. Four, four players hit 30 home runs, uh, and yet they still couldn't win the division. They lost the series, and then Brian Johnson of the Giants hit a home run. Uh, yeah, Brian F. Johnson, as he's known. So, um, yeah, uh, it's just uh, it's weird. So, just I don't know. Uh, the one thing I'll say in terms of, like, frustration and run differential and stuff, the Phillies, they entered today uh, minus 15. And they're still like in they're like in a worse spot than the Dodgers are because they've been slumping so bad. They lost twice today to Washington, which is ugh. So they're worse than minus fifteen. Now I didn't see what the exact of those scores were, but um, they've they're um, uh, dang it, what was it? They're they're something like I was looking at their they they have free fall man like um, uh, six and sixteen in their last twenty two games. They they're like way out i think they're like six games out in the in the east now so they're they're really struggling they, they were like one of the good stories in baseball they, they still could be but man what a what a free fall for them so like the dodgers have like the yeah, phillies to a lesser extent because no one expected anything but like if the nationals didn't exist like everyone would be talking about how terrible like how terribly disappointing the dodgers are but mm-hmm. the nationals have cornered the market on that or this year so uh, it's, it's a little bit weird, but, but yeah. It, you mentioned the scouts, but even then, I think the media appreciation of the Dodgers, the Dodgers were in ESPN's power rankings, you know, not that they, those mean anything except of how the media perceives the team, were well ahead of both the Diamondbacks and the Rockies. Like, everyone knows this team is talented, and it's not like a year where, like, it, the Dodgers have stopped performing like they did in the first month of the year, where they just, like, is it we we ask the question? Is this team good? And I think we know this team is good. But why are aren't why isn't everything connecting in the way to translate to wins? So um, perhaps if they don't, certainly if they don't make the playoffs, um, and maybe even if they just make the wild card, the mantra might be more just why didn't this team win as much? Um, yeah, I'm pulling up. I want to talk a little bit about the schedule going forward. So I'm going to pull that up. 
uh, before that, you just you mentioned to me before we started that you wanted to talk about Scooter. So I'm going to let oh, you yeah. do that while I pull up the schedule. Well, and before I get to Scooter, just oh. real quick. Oh. Um, no, Pre-Scooter uh, note. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, talk about like frustrating. And, it, you know, this was one of those things. I think Bill James said this a while ago, and it's, he's not the only one. But it's a lot of things like when you – a lot of times when a team's going bad, like uh, the best player gets blamed even if it's not his fault, you know. And I'm not saying Manny Machado's the best Dodger, but like he's not he's not performing at like superstar levels with the Dodgers. Like he's uh, 273, 349, 474. He's still I don't know his OPS plus or WRC plus is like in the 120 range. Not sure what it is after today, but like that's really good and like it makes you like appreciate like just how good he is. But like it's not like you know he's not lighting the world on fire. It's it reminds me a little bit of like. 2012, the Dodgers had like a really fast, like surprising start, but they weren't they weren't that good. And like they, that was the year the new ownership took over. They acquired Hanley, um, and he was really good. I think for for the most part down the stretch, but just sort of in a normal way, he would pay dividends later, like 2013, 14. Um, but like uh, in that year, like Barco Scudero out hit him like down the stretch. He was the guy for the Giants, and they won it all. Um, so. <laughs> You know, it's just one of those things, like, you know, it's just weird. Like, um, you know, you'd, you'd like to think Manny would get hot. And, like, he was hit, in a stretch where he's hitting the ball really hard and he started to heat up a little bit. But it, he hasn't really, like, not, not that everyone, you know, it has to be Manny Wood, too, or something like just his name's Manny. But, like, you know, it, they could use, like, some increased production from him and loads of other guys, obviously, down the stretch. But, yeah, that's just, like, one sort of area. But uh, the Scooter Jeanette thing is, is weird. Um, so he was two for three with a walk tonight. Um, and I pulled his, his number up. Um, do you happen to, oh yeah. So, um, he's 16 for 22 against the Dodgers this year. That's Ruizian. Huh. Yeah. That, it's crazy. Like he's, it's seven twenty seven. He's hitting seven twenty seven. <laughs> um, so I'll ask you this. I tweeted out. I don't know if you saw it, but I did not. There's only been four players since uh, 1908. That's as far back as the play index goes for um, uh, baseball reference. So uh, with a minimum of 20 plate appearances against the Dodgers, four players have hit 600 or better. Um, actually, and uh, three of them have been since 1997. Okay. Um, uh, I'll give you the, the 1965 one was Gordy Coleman. Okay, uh, not so, not on the top of my list. Do you do you have an idea who might be uh, the other three? I will say this: they are not like um, superstars, but like you 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 should know at least one. You know at least one of the names. You know, it, I would say I would say you know two of them. But like um, uh, the Rockies lost, by the way. Uh, since that's no longer a live sporting event, it's You're okay sure. to talk about it. Um, so the Dodgers are down game and a half somehow still. Um, but um, all, and plus all these, it's, so and I, I wanted to dissuade you from using the normal, oh, it's obviously Paul Goldschmidt or Jim Eisenreich or someone in that. Like, no, not that Goldschmidt was near the top. Of, so Goldschmidt but, and Ruiz were at the top of my list. The, these are all guys with, uh, they're, like no one in their division. It's okay. like uh, guys with, uh, they when I said a minimum of twenty plate appearances, they were right around there. So like one guy's twelve for nineteen, one guy the other guy's twelve for twenty, another guy's nine for fifteen. So like it's that level. It's basically like other division guys. 
Gordy Coleman was a first baseman for the Reds, by the way. In fact, I'm looking at this. Um, if if we count, I will give you a further hint. If I can just confirm this in a second. And this is career. No, no. Oh, in, a single, in a single season. All right. Um, and what, what year was this other guy? Ninety-seven. Oh, I in fact, I already said that. Yeah. So with counting Scooter Jeanette, and if if he's the fifth guy, four of the five guys Reds. <laughs> can, can you and yeah? I would, I would, I'll give you a further hint. Uh, the one guy you could that I expect you to, well not expect you that, that I think you'd more likely to guess is was not a red. Okay, so I, I not Carlos Ruiz. Right. I'm looking that up. So the year I'm thinking of is 2009. Carlos Ruiz, where his split was, he slugged one against the Dodgers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, with 22 plate appearances, so not a bad guess. I'm gonna give it myself. You know, you give credit. Uh, it never. I mean, it's, it's awesome that he slugged one. I, I think you have to say he slugged a thousand. It makes it sound so much cooler. But <laughs> I actually think yeah. one did sound like oh. like it, it's, it's a unity number, right? So he gets it. All right, I got it. His, uh, um, his so, um, OPS plus, by the way, just real quick, was three thirty six. <laughs> so one of these guys, or, or my my buddy Gordy Coleman, uh, was four thirty seven, and he was the uh, the other guy. Uh, the years are ninety seven, two thousand two, and two thousand seven were the other three. Um, okay. Uh, a little microphone trouble, which helped me, you know, I, I brought up some mid-aughts ro- Reds rosters just to refresh my memory before I take these stabs at this guess. So, um, I'm going to guess King Griffey Jr. No, good guess, but, um, not, not quite. Okay. But right. I, I will say this, uh, I believe I'll give you another hit, uh, one of the uh, baseball prospectus way way back when this is how long that book has been around. It's amazing. Uh, like two decades ago, I think when the Reds got King Griffey Jr., um, they had a. It was like a you know sometimes their comments were snarky and sometimes they were but they had a comment and I, I I can't remember which particular outfielder it was on, but it was that uh, at some point in the future will we see a headline or a picture of these three outfielders and say best outfield ever. And Griffey was one of the three. Um, and this, this other, this other person was one of the three and another person and the, uh, who was not on this list was the old, you'll kind of chuckle when I tell you who the other two were, but that, that's my hint for one of the players. Okay. Um, so that my years are 97. Or 2002 and 2007. 2007 is the non red. All right, I have one, one more hint. Were any of these players future Dodgers? No. All right, start by giving me the non-Dodger. You mean the non-red? Non. Yeah, no, Dodger hit really well against Dodger. Give me the non-non-red. I said it again. Uh, I'll give you the. Or, I'll or, give you a. Yeah, give me. A I'll hint. give you a. Yeah, I'll give you a hint. So, this um this player, uh, one. Two World Series, uh, one with uh, two or one World Series of two different teams. Would you classify that player as a Dodger killer? Um, Outside of no. the season, no. I'll give I'll give you a hint that should give this away. I would classify this player as gritty. Was it a Philly? Nope. <sighs> Shane Victorino is the epitome of gritty, isn't he? 
Uh, sort of, this this player once you once you hear it you'll you'll think so. I tell you, this player won a World Series with the Angels and the Cardinals. So not non Dodger killer uh, David Eckstein. Yes. Okay. Not so. I, I'll tell you this. I had to like without those hints. I would have put Eckstein bottom two hundred, <laughs> like below that, <laughs> right. as in terms of my guesses. Yeah. So he hit six thirty two in two thousand seven. He was twelve for nineteen, and he had a walk. So he he hit the twenty plate appearances threshold. Um. So is if Scooter Jeanette goes zero for four tomorrow, he falls. Um. He falls slightly behind David Eckstein. He would be at 615. So he needs to go 0 for 3 or better uh, to, to like, uh, take take that record down. Do you have a guess at the other two by chance? Uh, I'll just I'll, I'll just tell you that one of them is that you're not going to get is Chris Steins. Okay, so th- uh, that would have been 97s? Uh, yes. Do you have the 2002 outfielder? Uh, I'll give you a hit. He was a rookie in 2002. 2002. Played in the outfield with Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, and a, another home run, or not another, a famous uh, home run hitting outfielder. All right. So, uh, dealt with mic issues just then, but uh, I spent the entire time not having a guess, so I'm tapping out. Um, so, the other guy is Austin Kearns. Sure. F- very <laughs> famous. So famous. No, no. The I say he played with the other. The other outfielder was Adam Dunn. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So those, you know, we're talking immortals here, and Scooter Jeanette. So that's that, if that doesn't tell you the Dodger season in a nutshell. Hey, I mean, hey, he did hit four home runs in the game last year, and he was really good. So, so I'll let you uh, kind of finish things up as I continue to kind of deal with mic issues. Uh, but uh, I think we're going to talk about we've got two and a half weeks left. Is that right? Yeah, a little, little yeah. bit more than a half. Yeah, uh, two and a half weeks, seventeen games remaining. Um, the Dodgers, we we talked about this finish out in Cincinnati, but then they start a bit of a gauntlet. They they play the Cardinals in St. Louis for four. Uh, they're currently down three games to them for the wild the second wild card spot. Um. And then they go, uh, immediately come home and play Colorado for three. The Colorado currently in first place in the NL West by a game and a half over the Dodgers. Like I said, who knows? That could all change in a heartbeat. Um, and then, uh, then after that, the Dodgers go Padres. And then on the road to go Diamondbacks and Giants. So a lot could happen, um, you know, in the last 17 games. But it's just weird, like, how they've been playing. And they, they definitely have to do – Better like just look at it this way. So they're they're seventy eight and sixty seven. They have to go twelve and five just to win ninety games. So that tells you like how like much of a like sort of drag the season has been from from one one standpoint there. So that that's just sort of where they're at. Um, but yeah, I mean we'll uh, you know I'm sure the next time we record we'll have more to talk about because we'll have played the. The Cardinals series, and then they'll they'll be in the midst of the Rockies series. So, yeah, uh, it's gonna be weird. But and yeah, and we have a sunny, sunny, sunny skies against San Diego, which is you know has been a good thing historically for the Dodgers, but certainly, certainly this season. Right, and that's the other weird thing. Like, so when when they were down that four and a half games a couple weeks ago, and like part of the way they made their bones back was 
Uh, they beat the they swept the Padres for three, and then they swept the Rangers for two. Uh, so they won five straight against you know blast place teams, and then they they lost the opener to Arizona, but then they beat them three straight. So like, you know, the opportunity is definitely there. They play teams ahead of them, so they can gain on them by beating them, and then they still have you know they have games against Padres and Giants left. So you can you can make some noise in that regard, but like it's like good luck predicting which Dodgers team is going to show up because they also, like you said, 0-6 against the Reds. They lost two of three last week to the Mets. Um, so, like, yeah, you know, you just never know. It, like, it almost doesn't matter who they play at this point. Like, you just they're, – how they – they're going to determine how they play. Like, doesn't matter who their opponent is. It's weird. Well, uh, we'll cut it a little short today. Just like I said, dealing – my microphone has been cutting in and out. Lots of stopping the record button a bunch. Uh, so – uh, Eric, say good, say goodbye to everybody. Good night, Gracie. No, um, yeah. So this, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll talk to you at some point next week when the and... Dodgers will be a half a game ahead in the division, and then we'll record, and they'll be half a game behind. That's right. What we're going to talk Called about shot. some very ex- like uh, exact point where they're at, which will be completely out of date within like sixteen hours or something. So. Uh, that's welcome to playoff baseball or pennant race baseball, folks. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.